Welcome to Homegirl Nation. I'm your host, Bridget Trong. In the summer of 2015, millions of cheaters who had been covertly using the dating website Ashley Madison were suddenly thrust into a pretty harsh reality. Their real names, addresses, and even their intimate preferences were laid bare for the world to see, all organized in a searchable database. And worst of all, the unsuspecting partners of these users were about to discover their secrets simultaneously with the rest of the world. Needless to say, it was a far cry from what these users had originally signed up for. Back in the early 2000s, Ashley Madison had become the go-to platform for those seeking discreet extramarital connections. But then, in a wild twist of fate, anonymous hackers seized control of Ashley Madison's treasure trove of user information and unleashed it all, leaving a trail of havoc behind. I remember when the story broke, vividly. It left me speechless, and what shocks me even more is the success the website and brand still has today. After all of this, Exposed, the Ashley Madison hack is a new Canadian Audible original that dives into this shocking story with Canadian actress Sophie Neelis as the title presenter. And who better to learn more about this series out now than Sophie herself? Let's meet Sophie. Curiosity surrounding this controversy, let alone the site itself, is on another level. Did you know a lot about Ashley Madison before you signed on? I actually did not know anything about Ashley Madison before I signed on. I I guess I was like 14, 15 when the scandal came out, and I I don't know. I, I don't know how I managed to miss it because it's a huge scandal, but it made it so much more fun because as I was reading the scripts, I was discovering it all for the first time. And it was so overwhelming. And I remember when I first looked at the title, I was like, oh, let me kind of just go see if this website is still is still running. And it was. And that's what really blew my mind. I was like, I need to binge read these scripts because how what happened and how is it still ongoing? Honestly, to regain the trust of the public and I guess maybe some of their members. I don't know if they had a lot return after that whole controversy, but it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I wonder, but they still have like a very active website. They do. Their slogan is life is short, have an affair. I love a good direct slogan like yes. that. And clearly it's resonated with <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's resonated with millions of people since the site launched in 2001. And there's a stat here from venturebeat.com and according to them, memberships actually grew by 70 million in 2020. So five years. I know. Isn't that wild? Five years after the hacking, you got 70 million people on board just to try it out. And I don't know, maybe have some fun. I guess bad press is, is good press, you know? <laughs> That's exactly it. So how did this story, how did this script fall on your lap? It was a direct offer. My team reached out. I had never actually done an audiobook before. I've done little, I, I've done voiceover work, obviously, for movies, and, and I do a lot of dubbing in French because I'm French Canadian. So I've been, I've been doing some voice work before, but never have I been able to like be the host of such a great project. And I was just immediately so interested to take on this project because for me, it was, it was a challenge. It was something new. So I was really excited. You mentioned earlier that when you read the scripts, you were overwhelmed by what you read. 
What did you read that really took you back? Well, I think it's just I wasn't expecting the ramifications to be so big. And well, there's two things that shocked me. I, I remember them being like there were these these fake bots on, on on the website. Like not only was the company lying about how the site wasn't protected well enough, they were themselves creating these fake people that were communicating online, which that I thought was absolutely crazy. And then I remember also, re- like I did not know that some people due to the exposure, ended up taking their own lives or family being completely destroyed. I think it's so easy from an outside perspective to just be like, oh, he cheated on his wife or whatever. It's it's just like he got what he deserved. But I think we sometimes dehumanize these people. And so to have, I, I was really touched by their own personal testimonies and to see how it impacted their lives greatly. I cannot imagine the ripple effect that had on all the people that were directly or indirectly affected by this Mm -hmm. hack. It's extraordinary. And to see the boom in the website afterwards, it's hard to kind of put the pieces together. But there's obviously a market in this, which is interesting. On the series, are there professional or expert investigations into what actually happened and the psychological ramifications of what cheating actually does to an individual? Yes, there's some experts' opinions on the whole scandal with like the anonymous hackers, like how what they were doing and what they were asking from the company in return and that whole sort of back and forth. And there's this beautiful testimony by this couple actually that one of them had cheated on the other one. And when they saw the scandal with the Ashley Madison affair, they then started their own company to help the victims of the scandal to like, or the couples to overcome or to find a way to grieve with what's been happening or to try to solidify the relationship back. And so to see that in, yeah, that in situations of of crisis, also some people were there to support, I thought to me was really lovely. Research probably looks really different for an audio series versus the television series you've been a part of or the film projects. How did you even go about the preparation? Well, I kind of liked the idea that I was discovering the script as I went on. I didn't want to do too much research because I didn't want to be biased in my reading. I wanted it to be as neutral as possible. But also what was fun was just trying to convey still some sort of emotion and variation through my voice. I'm so used to conveying emotion through my eyes and my physicality and the way I look. And so that was quite challenging at first was to try to bring this character to life that you can only hear. And so I tried to, when there's scenes that we talk about the romance between two characters to bring it a more like a softer voice. And then, but to keep that like, an interesting and intriguing part towards the end of the episode so that people felt like they wanted to read the or hear the next episode again. And then sometimes just add a little bit of like spiciness to my voice. So it was really fun to just be able to like play along with that and modulate my voice with the story and with what's going on. If you're emoting, we can't see it, but I'm sure you're feeling a few feelings when you're reading through the script. I'm wondering if you can walk us through some of your initial reactions. 
when you went through some of the stories or the account of how everything unfolded? I remember just like it just kept I was like, there's no way. Like, first of all, I was like, there's no way someone would it's it's so on the nose to go on this website. Like, I'm just shocked that people signed up in the first place. And then I love when they come up with like statistics and they're like millions of people. And I'm like, millions. <laughs> and it's like the, the the whole scandal just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then again, with with the with the bots that were created on the site and then with the names being leaked out, it wasn't just names. That was like personal addresses, like no way. Like, sexual preferences like so much personal information and then as I went I kind of what I loved was I thought it was so it I could relate to it a lot even though it happened years ago I think it's still so relevant to our day and age because things like that are happening I was like I I would read about all the bullying and I was like this still happens in our day and age like we still so easily bully people online that we don't know that we don't know the context of their like what's going on in their lives or their story, and yet we have an opinion. And so I just thought it was a cautionary tale, and and reminding me how careful I have to be about yeah. what I share on whether it's social media or even just texts I send to my friends. Like, what if it's taken out of context? What if it's screenshot? And like, whatever you put out there is there forever. And even now, I tend to like. I know I still don't do it, but whenever there's like terms and conditions, when you sign up for an account or like when you download an app, you you always just scroll to the bottom and accept. And now I'm like, yeah. I feel like I should start reading these properly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, no one wants to sit through fine print, but if there are ramifications that are pretty severe later on, it's probably worth yeah. a good 10 minutes to sit yeah. down with. <laughs> so as a listener sitting down, digesting this whole series, do we get full start to finish story of how Ashley Madison came to be and what happened after the hack? Yeah, you do. You get you get the development, how it happened, the hackers hacking in, and then you dive into the ramifications and you get a lot of personal testimonies, which I think is beautiful. Rather, it's from people that names were put out there, how it affected them, or even like their spouses or people that even ended up years after like falling in love on the app and then you you get up to like them trying to rebrand the Ashley Madison website after all the allegations and then how that didn't work and then how they went back to their original website and how that's still up and running and so you get really get the full story but also you get a lot of different point of views like I said you get you have investigators people's personal life stories outsiders perspective so what I love about this is at the end, you really can form your own opinion of the events. In terms of the testimonies, I'm sure some of them are heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, like I said, some people ended up taking yeah. their own lives, which is, I mean, crazy because they were just getting so much amount of hate. And I don't know if the, I don't even think the hackers intended maybe for it to go that far. I, like, I don't know because I'm putting in their head, but. Yeah, um, I don't think that was the purpose of the hackers. I think they just wanted to expose how not legitimate this website was. And then it just got so blown out of proportion by people throwing so much hate at these. I wouldn't say they're innocent because they did sign up, but to some extent, innocent people. 
And I don't think we were expecting it to go that far. Yeah. Do we know if the hackers were caught in the end? I don't think they were. I think they remained anonymous. Wow. It makes this story even more wild. When we look at these sites, when we think of cheaters, I think many a times our mind goes to predominantly men who commit these infidelities. But that's not true, obviously. Would you say from the testimonies and from the script and what you know that there is quite a mix of women and men who engaged in Ashley Madison? I think it's absolutely a mix. It's, it's men and women. And it's, it's the testimonies really humanize them because I think as an outside perspective, you tend to just jump straight into judging and assuming mm. the these people. And when you kind of get to know more of like the reason why they went on the website to be- to begin with you understand that there was there was something lacking in their relationship and of course infidelity is not the way out but you feel for them because i i think a lot of them were just you know at a at such a at a, at a low point in their life and so desperate to like find what they were truly looking for that was lacking in their relationship and they didn't know how to find that without destroying what they had with their partners. So I think it's just, there's no black or white. And this and this audiobook really shows that there is like a, a gray zone. And I think that's what a lot of people were caught in. Mm, the gray zone, the tricky gray zone. You had mentioned the couple earlier, but were there any positive outcomes that came from this? I mean, there were couples that were made that way. and I'm yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of people... You know, sometimes cheating is n- is not the answer, but it is a, it is like a wake up call for you to work on your relationship. So, I it's like hard for me to say, but like I'm sure some partners have probably forgot, like forgiven the other, and then it made them work on the relationship, and their relationship got stronger and better. So I'm sure it has had some positive effects. Yes. Yeah, I think it's human nature. It's easy for many people to just jump to judgment and conclusion when you hear, oh my God, so-and-so cheated on so-and-so and did it this way. But I thought about it before coming on this interview and I'm like, what would I do if I found out my fiance went on this site, started a profile and had blast behind my back with other people? You know what? I actually don't know. You yeah. just, you really don't know. And then you, like you said, like sometimes finding out the truth can result in some like an ending that you might not expect, which is healing. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people were going on there, not even, they never even actually committed to cheating. It's some sort of cheating, but they never went through with it. They never met the person in real life. It was just like innocent chatting. So what is, what do you consider that? Like, is that crossing the line? Is So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a tricky one. Now that you know, all of the ins and outs of Ashley Madison and just really how it's still up and running to this day. What are your personal opinions on this site? I personally would not sign up to it. It's not how I work. I think that honesty is the best policy. And I think that it's just, I don't know, cheating on someone is just always ends up being hurtful. And I think there are better solutions to be used before cheating on them. (laughs) Wouldn't it just be so much easier to cut things off? But hey, I'm not in their shoes. I don't know, but that's what I would think too. Thank you for your honesty. For anyone who's wondering, that's Sophie setting the record straight. (laughs) That's just not for her, guys. She's not a scal. Thank you, Sophie. 
Exposed, the Ashley Madison hack is now available on audible.ca. Thank you so much for dropping by for this homegirl discussion. You know the door is always open. Hey.